Hello everyone, you're listening to the Cinemike the Podcast. It's me, the Cinemike at your service. Uh, this is episode 12 of the podcast, which is wow. Um, you can't believe that we have reached 12 episodes now at this point. And then let me just say that the podcast is available on different listening platforms like Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and uh, Radio Public and Anchor. And yeah, uh, we are now at episode 12 of the podcast, of the Cinemic the Podcast. And, you know, looking at the list of all the topics that we're going to discuss, uh, holy shit, there's a lot that we have to discuss here. Uh, you know, the past week was, jam- was jam-packed with entertainment news, you know, and the main topic that we're going to talk about is something that everyone has been talking about for the past few days and it is still unfolding so it's really going to be interesting to talk about and you know if uh yeah i'm talking about you know the scarlett johansson disney situation that will be the first topic that i'm going to discuss in just a bit but yeah there's a lot of new trailers released some casting news um yeah a lot of interesting entertainment news coming for the past week that i can't wait to discuss in this episode so let's not wait any longer and let's just dive in in all the entertainment news during the past week. The first uh, main topic that we're going to talk about is something that everyone has been talking about for the past few days, which is Scarlett Johansson, uh, who is who starting Black Widow, is suing Disney. Uh, regarding the uh, the uh, same theatrical and Disney Plus Premier Access release, you know, um, of the film, and you know, um, first of all, it has it was it is a topic that you know most uh, pundits and critics and journalists you know in the entertainment business has been talking about for the past few days, and I'm sure at this point you have heard so many information about it. And I'm going to join those uh, people who are going to express their thoughts about that issue. And, and it is still ongoing. And also, you know, uh, by the way, I'm not a, a law expert. So I cannot, you know, s- I, so I will just say what I know about this this news and what I think based on what I know. So, he, you know, my, my knowledge about contracts is not like I only know the most basic you know thing about it but i'm i'm going to read the the summary of the of the whole situation in wikipedia that's like the summary of what happened so scarlett johansson filed a, filed a lawsuit against disney alleging a stipulation in, in her contract was breached as a result of the film being released on disney plus premier access in addition to a theatrical release the lawsuit stated that the film's release ex- exempted Disney from paying very large box office bonuses uh, Johansson would have reportedly been entitled to. And, you know, basically what happened is that Scarlett Johansson sued Disney because in her contract it stated that the film is going to be released exclusively in theaters and, you know, we know, you know, and then you know we know what happened what it ended up being a same day theatrical and same day uh disney plus premiere access release 
you know instead of you know going full exclusive in cinemas with theatrical window you know but in Scarlett Johansson's contract it it was stated that the film was supposed to be released exclu- exclusively uh in theaters and you know and w- since the release strategy change there's there's also changes in compensation but you know apparently you know uh Disney did not re- renegotiate the contract and they went ahead without you know checking Scarlett Johansson's contract I guess <laughs> that's what happened but uh you know after the lawsuit was filed um Disney responded with what I think is a classless response in which they said that the lawsuit was sad and, and distressing and they think that and uh they said that there's no merit to whatsoever to this to the filing and they said that they the, the Scarlett earned like 20 million dollars but Scarlett Johansson's agent Brian Lord uh, issued a statement regarding Disney's statement in which they said that Disney shamelessly falsely accused Ms. Johansson of being insensitive to the global COVID pandemic because that's what Disney said in their statement. They that and then accusing and you know they they accused Disney of leaving artistic and financial partners out of their streaming profits. So yeah. Things are not doing going well with the Scarlett Johansson and Disney right now, and you know there there are reports that Kevin Feige is um is not happy about the situation that he was that he is in Scarlett Johansson's side regarding the situation. Like he he didn't like the the this the release strategy that it that ended up happen. You know, with same day in theaters and Disney Plus Premier Access, and he was um, he was uh, talking to Disney to keep it theatrical exclusive. But you know, we know what happened. That did not happen. So he he is sad. He is upset and embarrassed about the situation. And and he also fosters. You know, he has a good relationship with Scarlett Johansson, so he wants to make her happy. And but Disney did not listen to him either. You know, uh and there are also reports that Emma Stone might also sue in regards to Cruella and possibly Emily Blunt for Jungle Cruise. So yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a lot to take in this news. So here's my thoughts. You, you and you could read more information about this news in a lot of articles online, more detailed about it because I can only tell you what I know. So I'm going to encourage you to just read, you know, news reports about this news. But what I, but for me, you know, um, a contract is a contract, and you know, Disney tried to blame COVID nineteen as the fault, but the COVID nineteen pandemic has nothing to do about the, this uh, breach of contract because. You know, I think Scarlett signed it like a few years ago. She signed the contract a few years ago. And, you know, and a contract, and, you know, a contract is a contract. What is written in the contract should be fulfilled. That's all, you know, I mean, that is the purpose of the contract. To make sure that the two parties have an agreement and make sure that the promises will be fulfilled and followed like that's what contracts are for but Disney apparently 
you know, did not follow the contract and they did not renegotiate, you know, when they decided to change their release strategy. To And yeah, that is un- just unfortunate. But a contract, as I've said, a contract is a contract. I am in Scarlett Johansson's side on this situation because at the end of the day, you, you know, whatever is written in the contract should be followed and it's like it's not about the money and all that kind of stuff i think it's just you know the promise that was supposed to be fulfilled according to the contract was not followed and that is you know unfortunate and scarlett johansson is just speaking up about it because you know they they tried to ask Disney to renegotiate the contract when the release strategy changed, but you know nothing happened. So they're now they're taking it to the next step by filing a lawsuit. But yeah, um, and a lot of people are find this news ridiculous, which is understandable. But like like some people are saying, oh, she just wants more money, and I I disagree that this is really all about money. I think this just about the fact that, you know, that the contract is is that it's a, there's a breach of contract and a, and an unemployment contract should be followed and the employers should, you know, should fulfill whatever is written in the contract and they did not fulfill though and that is a, an important issue and you know um. I, Disney should do the right thing about this and or they should have done the right thing but they did not and now they're you know they they might have to pay settlements I don't know we let's see what will happen you know and uh, that could be the possible result of the situation it might end up in settlement because you know um but yeah it is it's just an unfair that the contract is not being followed you know Scarlett Johansson negotiated all those terms you know um, but at the end those terms were not fulfilled so yeah uh, it's a huge like I'm having trouble discussing this because it's too technical the situation is too technical but I you know, but I have an opinion about this, which is just Scarlett Johansson has the right to do it because a contract is a contract. You know, it's just the way it is. It's not about how many money should she earn that she is supposed to earn. It's really not about that. I mean, that is part of that, but it's not really about that. It's just the fact that there was a breach of contract that the full, you know, that the promises written in the contract were not fulfilled by Disney because that's what they should do that they should have done as the employer so yeah and let's see if Emma Stone will also do it and Emily Blunt I'm also wondering if Dwayne Johnson might do it because I mean I have no idea about their contract so I cannot say you know if Carla Johnson if Scarlett Johansson's contract also is similar to what Emma Stone has, but there are reports that Emma Stone might also do it, and possibly Emily Blunt. So yeah, this is going to be this is going to be a game-changing uh, event in entertainment business because we are now at the age where 
you know streaming is becoming the king and the money is different when it comes to streaming rather than a theatrical release where there are box office and all that stuff box office points in streaming you know there's nothing like so yeah this is going to change like whatever happens it will change the future of entertainment business that's for sure but let's not move on to that you know um you know let's just see what will happen next this is a very interesting news for sure and yeah um yeah <laughs> just read news reports and we will hear more about this in the coming days it's just all i know is that this is a news that you know if you're fascinated with the entertainment business you should pay attention to because this could could be a game changer when it comes to how entertainment business is being conducted and how stars are being paid so yeah um next is that the teaser trailer for army of thieves has been released and if you're not familiar army of thieves is the uh, prequel to to zack snyder's army of the dead and army of thieves is focused on uh, wait let me get the name of the character i forgot it's the german guy um okay so army of thieves is is uh um focused on dieter played by matthias schweighofer i hope schweighofer i hope i'm pronouncing his name right he also directed the film so yeah army of thieves is coming later this year on netflix they have released a teaser trailer which i thought was was okay it's just a teaser trailer so it did, did not show much regarding the plot but this is a prequel to army of the dead and we see you know we know that dether in uh, army of the dead is like an expert in safe cracking so i guess we'll find out how he became an expert on safe cracking i guess but we don't know um it's uh, i'm yeah i'm uh i'm i'm you know like army of the dead i wasn't a huge fan of the film like i did a review of the film some episodes ago and i i just found it entertaining but not really great but i'm looking forward for army of thieves because i love the Dieter character in that film and i you know i'm it looks like a heist film and i like heist films so yeah why not i will i will I'll watch it for sure on netflix which is coming later this year uh next is that david gordon green is set to direct a new exorcist trilogy so apparently universal and peacock acquired the rights to make a new exorcist trilogy and it will be produced by blumhouse and apparently david gordon green is going to direct and the fascinating news here is that ellen burstyn is coming back to reprise her character from the first film and leslie odom jr will star in the film as the father of a possessed child you know and he goes to ellen burstyn's character for advice and you know i i love the first exorcist film and i think it is one of the best horror films of all time definitely william friedkin you know um it's a wonderful film from him you know ellen burstyn 
starred in it and Linda Blair and yeah you know um I like what David Gordon Green did with the Halloween f- Halloween film so I n- I am kind of confident that he can pull off revisiting exorcist like 50 years almost 50 years later because it is set to be released in 2023 which will be the 50th anniversary of the first exorcist film which is wild and Ellen Burstyn I mean she is in her late 80s and she's still active she's still working she's still in movies and shows and getting awards and you know it's awesome that she is coming back as Chris McNeil and I am curious about this like I'm not yet hyped for this because I I want to see like a trailer or what story like what like what the the premise will be like all we know is that Leslie Odom Jr. stars to play the father of a possessed child and he will ask for help from Ellen Burstyn like that's all we know but like I want to hear more details before I get hyped like if Linda Blair will come back I mean that would be great if she will so yeah um I am looking forward to this Exorcist new trilogy but I'm not yet very excited you know until we hear more information about it Uh, next one is that a live action Pokemon series is currently in development on Netflix and Joe Henderson is attached to writing executive produce he, he will co-show run the show and if you're not familiar with Joe Henderson he worked on Lucifer also on Netflix and it's going to be a live action show um you know I, I'm a Pokemon fan I You know, I, pl- I like I used to play Pokemon a lot <laughs> on my Game Boy back when I was a kid, and I've been a fan ever since. And I in and I enjoyed Detective Pikachu a lot, which was released in twenty nineteen, two years ago. I I liked that film a lot. Very entertaining. I love and I love how they translated the the Pokemon world to live action. Like it was great to see it like a live action movie and Pokemon around and. You know, and I love this idea. I'm I'm actually excited for this that there's going to be a live action Pokemon series on Netflix, and you know I'm still early in development, so it's not yet like they're they're just still working on the scripts and such. So yeah, I hope that it will be like Detective Pikachu, and I'm wondering how like this is going to be a big budget series for sure because there's a lot of Pokemon so. A lot of CG, I you know, um, so there's a lot of work that they have to do here. But uh, yeah, um, so yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this news. Next is that the lineup for the upcoming 2021 Ven- Venice Film Festival, Venice International Film Festival, has been released, which is coming in September 1 to 11. And Bong Joon-ho is set to be the jury president, and Chloe Zhao and Cynthia Erivo are part of that jury, of for the main competition. They have announced the lineup. Um, some of the notable films there are the count, count uh, the card counter from Paul Schrader, the hand of God from Paolo Sorrentino. There is the lost daughter from Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, uh. The Power of the Dog from Jane Campion, Spencer from Pablo Lorraine, which is the movie about uh, 
of Princess Diana, you know, played by Kristen Stewart. There is um um yeah yeah, yeah from uh, a parallel mothers from uh, Pedro Almodovar. And, you know, and from my country on the job to the missing eight, directed by Eric Mati. So yeah, uh, like I I like this lineup a lot. Um, very international, like variety of films from different countries. And they also announced that Dune by Denis Villeneuve, Halloween Kills from David Gordon Green, The Last Duel from Ridley Scott, and um, Last Night in Soho from Edgar Wright will be screened out of competition and the HBO miniseries episode 1 to 5 of Scenes from a Marriage um, you know which stars Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain like they will also screen in um, in the uh, what you call it sorry I'm losing uh, yeah it will screen at the festival also out of competition which is you know interesting that they are that it is included there but yeah i this is a wonderful lineup like i can't wait to see these films you know uh you jane campion doing another film and pedro almodovar's a new film and yeah i'm looking forward this is a great lineup that i can't wait and next is that the trailer for uh, the new trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife has been released and holy shit I love this trailer a lot um, like you know uh, I'm a huge fan of Ghostbusters especially the first film I like the sequel and the 2016 film I I did not hate it I did not love it I thought it was a solid uh, reboot you know, um, and the and the four women there, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, Leslie Jones, and Kate McKinnon were great. I thought it it was a solid film, but yeah, there's another new Ghostbusters film, and this is going to be, a uh, set dec decades after the or the the first two films, the original Ghostbusters universe, and we see in the trailer that. That apparently uh, Carrie Coon is the daughter of Harold uh, Spangler, which is uh, the oh no Egon Spangler sorry. Uh, it turns out that Carrie Coon will play the daughter of um, Egon Spangler, played by Harold Ramis, and her mother's Janine, who played by Annie Potts and Finn Wolfhard and McKenna Grace, are her are her uh, children. Who are also the grandchildren of Egon Spangler? I, I, you know, I love the idea that Egon Spangler has a family, and we are now focusing on his, um, on his uh, descendants, I guess. And you know, and it was great to see Janine in the trailer. Um, and then at the end tag, we we hear uh, Dan Aykroyd, who plays uh, Ray Stance. So yeah, I love this trailer because first of all, Jason Reitman, I am a fan of Jason Reitman. I do think that he's a great director and he is the son of Ivan Reitman, the 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 original the director of the original Ghostbusters. So it's the film is definitely in great hands and it really like if you look at the visual based on the trailer, it does not look the same as 
as the first two Ghostbuster films, I mean, you know, it's uh, it is going to be set in a small town in a different setting, but still feel, but it really still feels like it is set in the same universe, same universe as the first two Ghostbusters films because, you know. It's just the way the the ghosts, the monsters are designed. And then we see the Ghostbusters car and all that stuff. Yeah, I really love the trailer. It made me smile. It made me excited about the film. And yeah, I I just I just love the trailer a lot. And I can't wait. It's definitely one of the my most anticipated films um, in the for the rest of the year. Okay, um, next is that the trailer for the upcoming Hulu comedy series Only Murders in the Building has been released. It stars uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. I thought the trailer was solid. Um, you know, I like regardless if the, the quality of the trailer, I will, I'm still looking forward to see the show and watch it. And it, it's just great to see Martin, Steve Martin and Martin Short working together in a scripted program in a show and it looks like a fun show to watch it looks funny i mean it i mean it is from steve martin so it is going to be funny for sure so yeah i thought the trailer was solid and i'm looking forward to see the show and then also another trailer uh the trailer for the card counter from paul schrader has been released and you know it stars oscar isaac and tiffany haddish and well defoe and Ty Sheridan I thought the trailer was was also was great um like Paul Schrader is a kind of director who for me is a hit and miss like he would direct films that are really not good but he will also direct you know acclaimed films like First Reform you know this one looks like you like I mean fingers crossed that it will be on the side of First Reformed you know, I mean, Oscar Isaac and Tiffany Haddish in a, you know, in a Paul Schrader film. That's that. That's is. I'm curious about that. And the trailer looks looks great. Um, it looks like a character study. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm also looking forward to this film and see yeah, to see how it. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this as well. Like, I apologize. I'm kind of running out of words because, you you know, I'm 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 a bit exhausted right now. But I still want to record this episode of podcast because, you know, I I love doing this. So, yeah. I so I'm I apologize if I'm sometimes I lose my train of thought throughout the recording of this episode. But yeah. Um, wait, let me get the article first because I forgot to pull this one out. Because the next one that we're going to talk about is that Lily Rame is joining the Showtime series, The First Lady. And The First Lady is the, the, uh, the anthology series. Um, wait, where's the article? Wait, okay, here. Uh, yeah, it's it's the anthology series from Showtime that stars you know that that is about the first ladies of the United States, and then this first season we will see Viola Davis as Michelle Obama, Michelle Pfeiffer is, I believe she's Betty Ford and Gillian Anderson is uh, Eleanor Roosevelt and 
Lily Rabe is joining the sh- you know this joining the show as as Lorena Hick Hickok, a pioneer American journalist who by 1932 became America's best-known female reporter and was and was a devoted friend and mentor to El- to Eleanor Roosevelt. After 3,000 of their mutual letters were discovered, the nature of the relationship between Hick and Eleanor became the subject of much debate. And, you know, this show has a star-studded cast. Like, as I've said, Lily Rabe, Viola Davis, Michelle Pfeiffer, Gillian Anderson, and then Kiefer Sutherland will be Franklin Roosevelt and Aaron Eckhart, Gerald Ford, O.T. Fag Bentley, who recently got nominated for the anime still. He is playing Barack Obama. Dakota Fanning will be Susan Elizabeth Ford. I believe um, Kate Mulgrew will also be on the show. So it's a star. It has a star-studded cast, and I'm looking forward to the series just because of that, because of the star-studded cast, and see you know how they tell the story of the first ladies of the United States. And you know Lily Rabe, I'm a fan of her, so I am excited. And speaking of Lily Rabe. The teaser trailer for American Horror Story Double Feature has been released. I mean, to be honest, there's really nothing about the teaser trailer. It's just visual images of aliens and all that stuff. So there's really nothing to comment on. I just hope that they will just finally release a proper trailer where we see footages from the season. You know, see those cast members, what they look like on the show. So yeah, uh... Next is that a special look for West Side Story has been released, and you know it's like some most most of the footage here that we see we are, we've already seen it in the teaser trailer that was released during the Oscars a few months ago. Um, I am looking forward to West Side Story. I'm a fan of Steven Spielberg, and the special look, you know, it made me excited to see Steven Spielberg's take on on the classic Broadway musical. That's all I can say about about it. But uh, I, uh, when they release a new trailer, you know, I'm let's see. I'm looking forward for them to to re- to release a new trailer, at least for West Side Story. Next is that the trailer for the upcoming film King Richard has been released, and this is a biopic that focuses on Richard Williams the father of Serena and Venus Williams who we know are tennis superstars tennis legends at this point so this going to focus on their father uh, Richard Williams played by Will Smith and you know uh, and, and by the way let me just say that we also in the trailer we see Aaron we see Aaron Cummings who is on the John Campia show and you know she's also working actress who's been in so many films and shows but it's it but it was great to see her in the trailer like when i see her when i saw her in like the first like in the like i think she was like in the first minute of the trailer i was like wow this is eric Cummings from the john campion show i see her every week and but anyways i thought the trailer was great Will Smith looks like he is giving a performance that might be in Oscar contention. He might get nominated for Best Actor. Who knows? But I think he is giving his all on his performance in this film. 
I am looking forward to this film already because of the trailer. It made me excited, and it has it has a great cast: Anjuna Ellis, Tony Goldwyn, John Bernthal. Um, yeah, and Dylan McDermott. So yeah, I am looking forward to see this. Uh, to see this film, it looks great, and you know, we'll get the idea how, you know, we'll get the idea to see Richard Williams' relationship and how he fostered, you know, his daughters to become the tennis superstars that they are now. So it's a it's, it's a great story to watch for sure. So I'm looking forward to King Richard. Uh, there's a new trailer for Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings, but, well, it's more like a, a one-minute trailer. It's not really a trailer trailer. But they showed some interesting footages. I mean, you know, they, uh, they, you know, Kevin Feige also said in a feature that says, he said, like, that they're going back to the first Iron Man movie here. But I am excited for, uh, for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It just looks awesome. All the footage that we see in this one minute trailer just looks great. And all the fighting scenes, I can't wait to see them all in full display so I'm excited for Shang-Chi in the Legend of Ten Rings so yeah uh, next is that Lakeith Stanfield and Tiffany Haddish will star in the new Haunted Mansion movie that will be directed by Justin Simeon who by the way if you're not familiar with him he directed Dear White People and you know the Haunted Mansion is uh, it, it, it will be the adaptation of, of the ride from Disneyland. So, and there was a movie version before starring Eddie Murphy. But, you know, this is a new film adaptation. I'm a fan of Tiffany Haddish and Lakeith Stanfield. I think they are great actors and it's great to see that they are going to work together in this film. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure. Like, I... Like, I kind of comment, of course, about if they fit the character. But I just love the idea of them working together and star in a Haunted Mansion movie. And I can't wait to see what this new film adaptation, like, what will be all about. And, like, what will, like, what is new about this, this version that we are going to watch. So, yeah, I am, so it's great casting for sure. Next is that the trailer for the upcoming Netflix animated film Vivo has been released and I think it is coming at an August um, August 6th I think so it's coming this Friday already I thought the trailer was great I mean it was good <laughs> um, I, 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 I wasn't really wowed but I will watch it for sure because it's like Manuel Miranda is voicing the main character who is like a, a tiger like um wait let me get the the animal right i don't want to get wrong he's i think he is like um uh what is the animal honey bear okay okay honey bear so yeah lin manuel miranda is voicing is uh is yeah so he's voicing the a, a honey bear named vivo 
it, it's a musical of course and Lin-Manuel Miranda is uh, vo- is uh, composed the original songs so yeah I it, it looks good it looks like a, a fun animated film to watch on Netflix and it, it it there are now reviews for the film you know they are mostly positive so yeah I I will tune it to this uh, to this show <laughs> I mean to this film You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say because the trailer was just solid. But uh, I will watch it. This one, the next one. Uh, Jakey Simmons is in talks to play Commissioner Gordon again in the Batgirl film. This one caught me by surprise because I was expecting Batgirl. Like I was expecting, like the Commissioner Gordon in the Batgirl movie will be Jeffrey Wright. But J.K. Simmons, who played Commissioner Gordon in in the Justice in Justice League, he will be the Commissioner Gordon here. So I like like I have so many questions. Like first of all, I love what J.K. Simmons did in playing Commissioner Gordon in Justice League. You know, uh, whatever version, <laughs> you know, both versions of Justice League, but. You know, like I, I don't have any complaint about him play Commissioner Gordon again in Batgirl. Like, wow, that is awesome. That's interesting, but I do have questions because what is the continuity of this? Like, is like is this new Batgirl movie part of the Snyderverse, or this is like an another universe? That's not connected to any films, and it just so happened that it's J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon. So I have so many questions. I'm I'm confused in that in that department. Like, what continuity will it will this be? So yeah, um, but yeah, I I love the idea of him returning, but I do have questions about the continuity. But I think we'll find out more details soon as we as they are getting closer to the production we'll get to find out more about w- what part of continuity will this bad girl be especially with jk simmons coming back as commissioner gordon next is that snow piercer has been renewed for a fourth season so two seasons have aired so far of the show i enjoyed watching both seasons um they've been good they've been so like snow piercer is a solid sci-fi action film i mean show and you know it's not as great as the bong joon ho film but it's still a good show and you know they just wrap filming third season and now there's gonna be a fourth season which is wow how it's very early but congratulations for them and i've been enjoying the show so yeah it's good news you know it's good news for me at least as someone who watches the show uh, next is that uh, Disney Plus and Marvel has released has announced that Hawkeye is set to be re- is set to be released is set to premiere in October in November 24 sorry I've been uh, saying wrong things um, yeah uh, Hawkeye will be in November 24 that is Wednesday and of course weekly release just like other MC shows so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to Hawkeye It is excited. I, I it is one of the MC shows I'm excited because, especially because of, you know, without spoiling anything, because of what happened in Black Widow. 
like did they like without spoiling specifically they did hint some connections to the Hawkeye series there so that is why I'm excited so November 24 great but the question now here is when will Miss Marvel be released because we assume that Miss Marvel will also be later this year or probably before Hawkeye but they have announced a release date for Hawkeye so yeah um, I am a bit like confused like um, is Miss Marvel still later this year or it has been moved to early 2022 like January 2022 but anyways it's great that there's no release date for for uh, Hawkeye because uh, it's you know uh, it's one of the MC shows that we are all excited for next is that um, the trailer for the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine has been released Um, you know, uh, first of all, I don't need a trailer to be excited about it, but I thought the trailer was okay and it made me look forward and gave us an idea on what we will see in the final season. And I am sad that it is ending because I'm a fan of the show. I've been enjoying it. I have seen every single episode of the show. And now there are, I think there there's gonna be 13 episodes, I think, in the final season. I'm not sure. So there's one season left, and it's sad. Then we you know we saw a glimpse on who will guest star. Like we will see Craig Robinson coming back and Nicole Byer, and I'm also glad to see Chelsea Peretti coming back to for on the final season to play Gina. L- like like it's great that she is uh, re- that that she is returning. That she is going to guest star on the final season. So yeah. Um, I am looking forward to this final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Next is that uh, a trailer for House of Gucci has been released. The upcoming film from Ridley Scott starring Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Al Pacino, Jeremy Irons, Salma Hayek. Uh, I think I have mentioned, and yeah, I think I have mentioned like the core cast members of House of Gucci. I thought the trailer was, was wonderful. I mean, like first of all, Uh, this it feels like this year might be Ridley Scott's year because he has two films coming later this year The Last Duel which in which the trailer was released last week and now House of Gucci I think The Last Duel will be in October then House of Gucci will be in November thought the trailer was terrific um, it may be excited about it for sure Lady Gaga like it's very different from her role in A Star Is Born Um, you know, Jared Leto looks unrecognizable with all the makeup and Adam Driver looks great and Al Pacino and um, yeah, um, I love the trailer a lot. It looks like Ridley Scott doing his best, which is old school Hollywood filmmaking. You know, it looks lush and all that. So I'm looking forward to House of Gucci and I laugh at the end part when Lady Gaga said the father son House of Gucci. <laughs> like that moment made me laugh at the end. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to House of Gucci and the trailer was just awesome. Uh, next is that we now have the first look on Imelda Staunton as Queen Elizabeth II for the fifth season of The Crown. So it, it was posted in the official uh, social media account of The Crown and You know, Imelda Stoughton is a great actress. Actress, she looks great. 
Although I am annoyed that there are some people out there saying that oh it's Dolores Umbridge. Like I still see Dolores Umbridge. I was like, and I was like, e- well, she has she has played so many roles. Why are you just seeing Dolores Umbridge? It's it's just weird for me that there that a lot of people are saying oh we're just seeing Dolores Umbridge. Like we get it, she was iconic in Harry Potter, but Imelda has done so many roles. I wish, you know, most people were not just saying the Lost Umbridge. It got annoyed me. It annoyed me for sure. But she looks great. I can't wait for the Crown season five. Next is that Love Victor has been renewed for a third season. It is the Hulu series, uh, which is like a, a spin-off of Love Simon. You know, set in the same universe as that f- film. And yeah, the show has been a decent hit on Hulu and it is inevitable that it will get a third season so congratulations to the cast and crew for for doing another run of the show and you know it is a solid show Love Victor is not a great I don't think it's a great show but it is a solid show to watch and last but not the least uh, this one is a news that had us concerning like a few days ago but yesterday Bob Oden I mean okay so Bob Odenkirk was apparently collapsed on the set of Better Call Saul in Albuquerque New Mexico and he was rushed to the hospital and we have no idea what happened um there and then you know we are starting to get worried and send you know we hope that we, he will have a speed recovery and all the stuff sending him wishes and then you and then I think his son tweeted like he's gonna be okay and then David Cross said I just called him and he's gonna be okay and finally Bob Odenkirk uh, tweeted on social media in Twitter and he said that he is okay now he's recovering and he apparently had a small heart attack but the doctors were able to resolve it so yeah I uh, thank God uh, Bob Odenkirk is okay now he okay now he's recovering and he said that he will come back soon I'm happy that he has recovered. It, it 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 was I was I felt relieved because I was also concerned about the news because I love Bob Odenkirk. I'm a huge fan of him and I love his role as Saul Goodman in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul and you 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 know um I I'm glad that he is now recovering and he's okay now and I hope that his recovery will continue. So I'm sending my my wishes to Bob Odenkirk, uh, to Bob Odenkirk, get well soon. And yeah, that's all the entertainment news for the past week. So that is a lot. Um, and now review time. I were now I'm going to review the new Disney film Jungle Cruise. Um, so yeah, uh, I have seen. So wait, let me get what I wrote in letter box oh no I think my internet there's something wrong with my internet in my internet but um, anyways so I have seen Jungle Cruise which is the new film from Dwayne Johnson Emily Blunt and Jack Whitehall uh, Edgar Ramirez Paul Giamatti and Jesse Plemons I thought Jungle Cruise was a fun film like an entertaining fun film fun adventure film like Dwayne Johnson Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt were great they have chemistry for sure 
Jack Whitehall was funny. Jesse Plemons is playing like a wacky mus- mustache twirling villain. Like like he like he's a villain, but I enjoyed seeing him in the film because of the way Jesse Plemons played him with him with his German accent. And like although I thought Edgar Ramirez was wasted, he didn't really do a lot. Like he played one of the villains, but still He didn't do a lot to really showcase his talent, but yeah. Uh, but in Paul Giamatti, he did not also do a lot in the film. But yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed Jungle Cruise. It's not a great film. It's not bad. It, I, I enjoyed it as a fun adventure film. Like, they delivered the entertainment factor. One major complaint that I have is that there's just too much CGI. Like, some parts, like the CGI were, were like oversaturated. Especially in the climax part, I like. I guess, like, without, I mean, you know, the film has some sort of fantasy elements, so CGI is inevitable. But still, I just think that the CGI, which is a bit too much, but overall, at the end, I still enjoyed the film. I like Jungle Cruise. I, you know, if you just want to sit back and relax and watch, an a, an adventure. Action action adventure film for two hours. Y- you can watch it. I mean, you know, it is entertaining for sure. In like they delivered the entertainment factor, but you know, it's there's nothing beyond that. So yeah, um, yeah, that's my review for Jungle Cruise. So, anyways, that is all for now on this episode of the Cinematic the Podcast. I hope you had fun listening to my discussions. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you all for listening. And the podcast is available on different list of platforms like Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Podcast Radio, Public Anchor. You can follow me on Twitter at the Cinemike. And by the way, if you have any questions or comments or you know questions that you would like me to answer on the next episode, you could tweet at me or send me a DM. Just be respectful, of course. Um, Also, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Cinemike. And yeah, so anyways, I'm The Cinemike at your service. Thank you all for listening. And uh, yeah, I hope you had fun. See you again on the next episode. Have a great day and stay safe. <laughs>